That is the worst car. Uh, short of a Yugo. That, that is the worst car ever designed. You're listening to the Get Out and Drive podcast with John Custom Car Nerd Meyer and Jason Old Car Guy Car. We'll be bringing you gearheads everything you never wanted to know about cars and why they should be on the road and not in your garage. Are you ready to get out and drive? We want you to ride along with the Get Out and Drive podcast. Pitch in some gas money to help keep the Get Out and Drive podcast on the road. Pitch in any amount you want, but if you fill our tank with a $10 subscription, we'll send you free stickers from the Get Out and Drive podcast, Old Car Guy, STL Pinstripes, and Racing Jump as a thank you. Find links in the show notes and at getoutanddrive.com. Well, I did have something I wanted to run by you, John. Yes. So, I know that you know cars, and I know that you know details about cars that are most people just don't know. You you pronounce ridiculous and stupid and useless wrong. I'm sorry. If you were to have the ugliest Thunderbird ever to exist, what year would it be? Oh, man. Hands down, 1968 through 70. Yes, it is. Of course it is, because they were four-door suicide doors. They had that ugly snout on them. But what was the one thing that came on a 1965 Thunderbird that was the absolute best thing to ever happen to a car? Name it. What engine? Oh, what engine? What engine? An FE? 429. Well, yeah, the FE is a 429. That stands for friggin' enormous. I, I I may break a few hearts. And I don't care, but that is the worst car. Short of a Yugo, that that is the worst car ever designed. And and I'm and I'm and I'm even saying that is the worst car, the worst looking car I've ever seen, even after a '58 Packard. So or, or a '58 Studebaker, because that is some stuck-on platypus-looking. I, I have, I have, I, it, they have to be the people that, that, that designed a 58 Studebaker it, It's a platypus, by the way. And, and that car, those people are the fathers and grandfathers of the absolute goofballs that designed cars Chrysler in the sixties and seventies. I said it. Are you talking, let the, are you talking let about the hate the mail pull, pour in? Go ahead. Are you talking about the AMC that looks like it got punched in the lip? Well, like if, if you consider, if, if you can, yes, well, if yeah. you consider a Studebaker and a Packard and everything AMC, because we all know what AMC stands for, it's all makes, makes combined. combined. Yes. It's just everything, absolutely everything. And that is, AMC is just the platypus of, of, of vehicle makes. So let's go there. And why were you asking me about Thunderbird anyway? Well, we totally got sidetracked on that one, didn't we? <laughs> I don't care. Here, here's what I'm getting at. Okay. The whole point is, is that you take the ugliest car in existence in 1965 and you put the biggest, most impressive power plant in this car. You you say impressive, you know, meaning impressive amount of amount of space. But horsepower did not happen. In no, that. it did not. But that thing couldn't get out of its own way. Sure, but we're we're pre smog in an ugly car. So if if said car was a thirty thousand mile car, 
and in decent condition, driver yes. condition. Yes. What's what's the value on something like that? Um, what what is the and 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 you want to say a value of that car? I mean, it's it's probably worth thirty grand if it has fifty grand in the glove box. <laughs> Hang on, I mean, because you have to hack your way past the ugliness of the car to get the money. It is it is disgusting. I mean, in in my eyes, unless it's painted like Larry Watson's purple and silver Thunderbird, they stopped making good looking Thunderbirds in '57. Thunderbirds never should have been a four door. Uh, that's that's correct. When they went from little birds to four seaters, I mean, that's that's when I hear the music from the Prices Right. That boom, 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 boom. Where? Okay. I, so, I hear the music and it's terrible. But anyway, going ahead. So without without uh, saying that John was right, um, we both could agree that nineteen sixty seven because John because John was car. right. You can say it. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I can't. I will not. Uh, nineteen sixty seven was an ugly car. Nevertheless. I have the ability right now to pick one of these cars up. 67, four-door, 429. Did you lose a bet? Nope. As bad Chad would say, in my brain, I'm thinking that what the fella is asking for the car okay, quite possibly could be the value of one of these engines to the right buyer. Okay. So, there's a lot of there's a lot of Ford guys out there, diehard Ford guys that are looking for these right. big 429 engines. Of course, they want the big boss engine in front of the Mustangs and the Cobras right, and stuff like right. that. Right. But would they be interested in buying this engine for their standard V6 or V8 Mustang? I guess well, they didn't have V6. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing any FE is is a good FE. I mean, the only thing better than an FE is an MEL. You know what MEL stands for? I do not. I mean, correctly, Mercury Edsel Lincoln. Okay. And that's that's starting, you know, it, it's very similar to a 352, you know, big block, but MEL is uh, Mercury so Edsel F- Lincoln. FE was Ford Edsel? Uh, no, FE doesn't have any other connotation. Any I don't believe name. Ford FE has any connotation other than FE. And and what I said earlier stands for friggin' enormous, <laughs> but so, but that's but that's fine. But is your is your um, hypothetical <clears throat> um, only a face could my mother could love uh, Thunderbird? You, you, is it low mileage? It is. It's it's like thirty thousand mile. Well, I wouldn't uh, rip it apart if it's thirty thousand miles. No. I mean, so so here's here's where we're going. With this. It's got the engines not not been running forever. I mean, is it currently running car? Uh, it will it will bottle feed, so it will run. Well, there you go. I uh, I think that it would be worth more. There's a lover of Thunderbirds that are four doors with hideaway headlights, and and I think it'd probably be better as a shoe shine and flip. Than, so, than, than ripping the engine out of it because it's a low horsepower uh, FE. So here's our here's our train of thought. Um, I've spoke to you before about changing direction of our used car dealership uh, yes. and looking for certain flips. Yes. Now, somebody of my dad's experience um, may look at a 67 Ford Thunderbird and think, um, you know, wow, what a great car. And there's probably 110,000 other guys my age that would love to have that car. 
And I look at it and I can't get over how ugly it is, um, leaving it to me a lot less desirable. So if a fella could pick that car up for $2,500 Canadian, um, that's like $1,900 US. Okay. Um, bring it back. Like you said, spit, shine, polish, get it running under its own power. Yes. Is there a market for that car? Uh, to to make significant yes. dollars. Uh, yes, and and we can use our trusty little black rectangle, and we can go to Haggerty.com. They have vehicle values, and after I accept all cookies, <laughs> boop, um, average condition as a number three car, fourteen thousand dollars. American. Yeah, that's U.S. Yes. It's not metric money times 1.32 loonies. That's 18 and a half thousand dollars, man. Right. So we'll go, we'll go there. I mean, most recent sale of that car of an average, average four door Thunderbird is $8,000 with the value of these vehicles. And those, it depends on the options, but most of them were high option cars hideaway headlights, uh, power steering, power brakes, power door locks, power windows. They were usually jammed with everything you could possibly jam into a car because they were trying to stuff this ugly luxury car down our throats. I, I think it'd be a very good car, especially if it has low mileage. And if you have remote documentation of low mileage or any kind of paperwork that says it has, that can verify, you know, provenance of low mileage, I think you could push that and I think it would sell. Well, I think you've changed my mind, John, that I've got to look at used antique vehicles uh, from a different perspective. It's not always about what I think uh, it's about the perceived uh, or it's about the perception of the potential buyers uh, looking at these things. Um, If I could get this thing bought, cleaned up, polished and sell it for 8,000 us, Uh I'd be more than happy but we've got to get it bought. We've got to get it here uh, before we can do anything. And if you guys are listening to this and you want to follow along some of these ventures of buying cars and cleaning them up and getting them ready, um, make sure you stay tuned because we're going to be posting some of these videos up uh, on our YouTube channel and uh, also on my own YouTube channel for uh, in-depth, longer uh, longer form content. And uh, we'll just see, start to finish. What happens to these cars when we buy them, get them cleaned up, and get them sold? John, I appreciate your input. Oh, I I voluntarily give my input to some people. It's 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 like sometimes they they just have to hear what I say, and it's their fault for sitting down next to me for long enough that I could tell them. I'm just glad I don't have to have supper with you every night. Well, that's true. I was, I was, I was taught not to talk with my mouth full. So my wife just keeps feeding me. And, and remember, even if we have some listeners that are, that are new to our podcast, the only reason that I, we have a podcast is so other people get to listen to what I have to ramble on about and not just my immediate family. And folks, you don't even have to pay for this subscription. So you're going to get a lot of free information, whether you like it or you don't. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. exactly correct.
Jason, just for fun, I'm going to log into my account on BarrettJackson.com, and I'm going to see what a current four-door Thunderbird sold for. Stand by. And while John's doing that, folks, if you were to run over to RacingJunk.com right now and see what they had for Ford Thunderbirds, you'd see that they had 18 of them listed right now. Unfortunately, they don't have a 67 that we can compare, uh, but there's 18 Ford Thunderbirds there. Head on over to RacingJunk.com. You can also get rid of yours. And you know how much prices have increased in the past few years. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's just randomly go to Barrett-Jackson, look for a 67 Ford Thunderbird four-door hardtop. Sold, no reserve, in 2016 for $14,300. And that's in 2016 prices. That's in 2016. Multiply that times the current surge in general, general surge in pricing. You'll see where I'm at. And that's, that's a three-second search. For sure. For sure. So I guess the big thing is, is to get myself, uh, uh, one of the big things that I'm finding is that the U S and the Canadian markets are so different, uh, not just with late model vehicles, uh, but with antiques and hot rods and, and muscle cars and trucks and all this stuff. So having those available, um, I, and like you said, it's a two minute, two second search, um, yes. on all these different sites to find out what some of the values are. And that's my target audience. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Canada is a population of 36 million people. The U.S. has 10 times that and such a l- much larger market, uh, a lot more people to sell to. And when you're dealing in antique vehicles, folks, getting vehicles across the border is a it's a breeze. There's really nothing to it. As long as you've got a title and a bill of sale, you are good to go. So don't worry about that. Um, you know, it's the same thing when we're buying cars in the U.S., that's something that we're going to be looking at doing too, is doing a little bit of traveling and, and going down there. So yeah, I appreciate the help. I appreciate the input. Um, you know, if you guys want to hear some of these stories, let us know, head on over to our website, getoutanddrive.com, hit our listener hotline and tell us what you'd like us to uh, talk about on some of these episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Jason, current pricing right now on classiccars.com, which is a Barrett Jackson owned site, um, which is also auto hunter. Okay which we write for 67 Thunderbird right now, 15.5 for sale, 67 Thunderbird, 16.9, 67 Thunderbird, 18.6. I could go on and on. Not a loser. So not a loser at 2,500 bucks. Uh, no, sir. I think a little bit of polish and, uh, and some love and know what you have in it. And stick it on, uh, and we can even put it on uh, classiccars.com, or we could put it on Auto Hunter. Racing Junk. A racing junk, whatever. Um, you know, Auto Hunter uh, has a, uh, you know, all the stuff that we write. Uh, you know, they have auctions. Uh, bring a trailer. That type of stuff. And I'm, and I'm seeing easy. I'm not seeing anything that's below $12,000 at all. Well, we'll have to get there and take a look at it. We're just going by the information we gathered on, on a phone call sure. uh, from the son of the 90-year-old man that owns the car. Sure. Um, so if a 90-year-old man owns a 67 uh, Thunderbird 
It's not, fooled, it's not been fooled with. That's no, probably and, the best thing. And with only 30,000 miles on it, chances are, the, the chances are very high, he may be the original owner. Uh, that's very possible. So we've got to get that stuff. And, uh, and, and, if, and if you have any way to get a vehicle like that or anything that's low mileage, always, always get anything that shows provenance of the car like any receipts, paperwork, anything that shows in 1978, the thing had 17,000 miles on it or whatever. Yeah. Something that shows uh, um, provenance on the mileage because that will, um, that will drive the price up. Oh, sure. So, yeah, especially if it is original owner, especially if you have a warranty card with his name on it, um, you know, uh, and anything, just absolutely anything like that shows provenance. And I'm not just talking about that vehicle, any any vehicle. Yeah. So, well, and, I, and this this one's a, uh, is quite special, uh, one off. I had a hard time um, accepting the fact that we even wanted to go look at it, just because I have would never have any desire to yeah. ever even ride in one of those things, let alone own one. No, uh, I, I, most of them have low mileage for one reason. It's because the owners never wanted anybody to see them in it. <laughs> Are we still recording Paul? <laughs> that's, that's why most of those Thunderbirds are found with low mileage. They're great cars. Yeah. They're just the, the owner never wanted to be seen in it. So, uh, as a side note as well, my wife's my wife's uncle on her father's side uh, lives right here in town, and sure. he has one. I don't know what year it is. It is a four door. Yeah, did they make them for just a couple of years? Sixty seven, eight, nine, seventy is vague to me. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyways, his is his is even worse because it's green with the black Landau roof or okay whatever vinyl roof yes and he's even got the little did they all have that little friggin funeral coach little La those are those are landau bars oh my but yes God. yes like well we that helps that you can have people hold on to those while they're pushing it when it breaks down are we going to the a and w drive-in like in a hearse like is that the yes. point that we're trying to make like i i yes. I want to be a funeral director, but I can't afford a coach. So I'm going to drive the 67 Thunderbird. Yes. With these yes. handrails on the side. Oh my God. You're right. Crazy. Just put running boards on the side of it and you can have the secret service run along next to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's oh. all. That's what it's all about. You thought it was the hokey pokey. It's, it's not. That's, that's what it's all about. Yep. Of the absolute stupid cars from the Malays era. I really, really, really want a um, 70, I think they're 75, 77, uh, a Pontiac Can-Am. Um, that, that is the most decal horsepower, underpowered 115 horsepower V8, uh, Malays era smog controlled mess of a vehicle. It's ridiculous. It's 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 just like having like a '78 uh, Velari Roadrunner. It's were just decal horsepower. I'm sorry. Were they an H body? Like were they Vegas or? No, no, they? no. It was a. It was it was a full size. It was basically a Grand Prix with decals. Uh, it is. It is. But they're but they're Shaker hood, um, four fifty five tail, 
Um, but they're they're a hundred percent decal horsepower um malaise era so it is an a body car it is an a body car just malaise era foolishness you know five mile an hour bumpers everything you never wanted in a car but i i like them because of the shaker hood because of the stripes because of it is absolutely everything it's trying to be a muscle car but it's a disco muscle car and it is a terrible car yeah let's not forget the louvers on the quarter windows uh, that's correct. Color keyed sport mirrors and the and the trunk lid spoiler and and all and all that jazz. It's it's uh, it's it's gross, <laughs> but it's fun. I think it's seventy seven seventy eight. Again, I'd have to look it up. We're going in the depths of John's mind. Uh, we have a uh, wheel flares, uh, very NASCAR inspired blue petty blue Velari. Yeah, Aspen RT. Uh, yes, that's correct. Aspen RT had the flares. There's one of those here in town. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, there was a black one with orange stripes that was running around. But they but they made some that were petty blue wheel opening moldings. RT had all the RT dress, but it was the Richard Petty edition with a giant 43 on the side of it. Nice. I drive that. Um, that is, again, a terrible car. Yep. But I drive it. I, I mean, it's just NASCAR inspired. That thing is badass. Decal horsepower the whole way. Disco muscle car. It, it is a mess of a car. But in my eyes of the Malays era, that's top of the heap. It's and for the cool. record, I resemble that remark about the Yugo. I'm just saying. Oh, I bet. I mean, if a Yugo runs out of power, you just pull it back till it clicks, right? And then you can <laughs> more. And you just let it go. But right. You just you rub that thing on the carpet. Zhing, 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 rub it on the carpet. It runs all day. I saw it was a long time ago. They had some sort of uh, um, uh, like a car show, the auto show here in St. Louis. And I think it was probably around 93, 94. And they had Yugos and they gave them to art students and they turned them on their side and they made telephone booths out of them. Uh, one person made a big giant telephone out of it. Uh, they split one in half and they made one look like a sandwich. Um, they just did all sorts of crazy things to these Yugos. And, and I thought that was pretty much like the best thing for them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, running them through the shredder, making Chinese hammers out of them. But that's just me. Other people like that type of vehicle. Some people may not have taste. You're an ass. <laughs> hey, look, man, if we all like the same thing, there wouldn't be enough to go around. No, that's right. So, I mean, that's fine. I drive a Maverick, and I get it, and I'd love to trade my Maverick for a Mustang 2 Cobra. Again, Malay's era garbage. <laughs> all right, well, let's wrap this up because I'll end up talking all night. Cruise on over to our website, getoutanddrive.com, for all the info you never wanted to know about our podcast. Hit us up on our listener hotline, be the first to know what's happening, get industry news, and grab your Get Out and Drive merch. Connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us on Twitter at Get Out and Drive Pod. Oh, you're correct. Yeah, because I was thinking that when it was... Sorry, um, I, I didn't catch that last little bit you said there that you were right oh yeah sorry i just well yeah you were right i'm not i'm not underneath saying you're right that's just your problem no, no the, the, the difference between you and me is that you're always right oh <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> all right all right pointing to the cheap seats i see 
Pretty much. <laughs> <Got it>. <laughs> <laughs> what drives you?